The following is a presentation of WTWX Sports, your home of Guntersville Wildcat football. And now, talking some Alabama high school football, outlooks and predictions from around the SEC, and getting you ready for tonight's kickoff at 7. It's the 3 and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, with hosts Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. And welcome in to another edition of the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you so much for joining us again on this Warm, warm October Friday. Uh, another another weekend of college football, another weekend of high school football. So thank you guys again for letting us set it up for you. Um, I guess we'll just dive right into what happened last Friday night as the Arab Knights came to Gunnersville, got 29 to 19 victory over the Gunnersville Wildcats. Just uh, we were all there, so just first impressions from you. Mr. Zach Ross on, on what you saw last Friday night. Well, first of all, I feel kind of like Bob Dylan with this uh, with this microphone. I love it. I want I want this Blake. I want this microphone every uh, every week. I told you, Blake, he would love it. I love it. They originally had it in front of me. That's, oh, well, no, like, no, 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 this is this no. is mine is that, from now on. That's all that. Have to get into it too much. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, unfortunately, and there there were bright spots along the line, but we we lost the battle up front, um, and in in my eyes, um, and uh, Puccio. I mean, he's just got for to be five eight, one fifty. That kid's legs just never stop moving. He gets hit and he drags people, and ultimately we just couldn't get the stops in the fourth quarter. I thought that Trayvon or uh, yeah, Trayvon's catch, that oh, one-handed yeah. grab, that was something that he takes for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I thought, man, it's over. We're gonna win. We're gonna close it out. Defense is playing well, but then we just could not get off the field in the fourth quarter. No, no. Yeah, I, I, go ahead. I actually saw Trayvon yesterday, mm-hmm. and congratulated him on that catch he goes well to be honest and you, you never know because it could be just a high school kid blowing smoke but he said i didn't even see it i just put my hand up because there was a defender behind me <laughs> yeah and it just touched my hand so i pulled it in that's amazing it like, was, it was a one unreal. like sc yeah. top 10 yeah yeah it, it, was, it was but it a, reminded me of you know when barrett jones in 2011 when he did that interview said you know we know we're going to run the ball they know we're going to run the ball yeah everybody in the stands knows we're going to run the ball yeah. And we still run the ball. I did, don't know. Did we see how many passes Arab attempted? Like four or five. It was not many. Not many. And I, I would like to see – I don't have the exact number on the time of possession for the second half. But, I mean, the majority of the second half, the ball the ball stayed with well, Arab. Let me, I mean, you know, not to make excuses – Julian Jordan's out. Mm-hmm. With that, with that adding that weapon, if we had, if he were healthy and he were playing, I'm not sure if Arab could stop uh, the Gunnersville offense. Oh yeah, it adds another dimension. There's no doubt. Um, with if Julian's in the game, then it's something else Arab's got a scheme for. But, but I you think know, I, I watched the line of scrimmage majority of the time, and there were several times where we would shift our defensive line. Or we would, you know, we we would yeah. we would make an adjustment, and then Puccio would change it again. Yeah, it's like Royce came in mid third quarter, mm-hmm. started on the left side of the defensive line, shifted to the right side. Puccio alternated the play twice and ran it away from him. Yeah, yeah, and I remember saying, excuse me, I remember saying back at the beginning of the year, you know, when we were kind of setting up the season and we were talking about the Arab game, um, you know, talking about Drew Puccio being one of the better players in 5A. And we hadn't heard much from him 
for the first half of the season. Really, he got he had the injury a few weeks ago, but playing quarterback, the offense just hadn't looked this way. Right. And of course, it did against Boaz, and they hung sixty three on Boaz. So maybe that was some foreshadowing. Well, he's not a we quarterback; just, he's an athlete. Oh yeah, exactly. It, but but from the people that I know at Arab that talk about the games that had led up to the Gunnersville game, they they talk about how they were a little frustrated that they couldn't see Drew in other in other positions because he was sometimes so needed yeah. in that quarterback position. But obviously, you know, the last two weeks now, sixty three on Boaz and. 29 on this Gunnersville defense. I mean, that's that's a good two weeks for an offense right there. Yeah, and it's just, you know, I mean, he didn't make any explosive long-distance plays, but it was just those five, six, seven-yard runs. Yep. And that's just demoralizing, you know, mm-hmm. to, to a defense, and it was tough. And, you know, credit to Gunnersville though, in the fourth quarter, they did give themselves a chance. They had a nice drive after that final touchdown for Arab. Um, unfortunately, ended in an interception, but um, you know they almost gave themselves a chance to, to mm-hmm. potentially win it. They'd have to score and kick an onside kick, obviously. But um, yeah, it's just one of the, one of those games. I think honestly, and Arab folks may be mad at me for saying this, but if you play that game in Chorbelly ten times, Gunners will probably wins that game eight times, eight or nine times. I feel like um, on paper. Mm-hmm. That was just one of those times where Arab brought it. They were ready to play, and uh, you know they they won. They sort of won the battle up front a little bit. There's no doubt. Um, and with that win for Arab, that locks the top um, of the region at four and one. Arab four and one. Scottsboro three and one. Gunnersville. So, and we were discussing this over the weekend and leading up to the show. Um, all these tiebreakers. So let's let's get into that. What what's all that looking like right so, now? So so. It's it's kind of crazy because you know it when you look at the tiebreaker sheet it they it's in numerical like A B C D and it it goes all the way down to like I think Q or R or S <laughs> um, you get down to uh, obviously it, we're assuming that Sardis or that Gunners will beat Sardis tonight mm-hmm. and everybody then um, you know all three teams uh, end at four and one they go to non-region um, uh, records. Okay, so your record against non-region opponents first. So um, the Arab has lost a non-region game. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're also assuming we lost one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Go one. Ahead. Yeah, we're, we're also assuming that Gunnersville is going to beat Albertville, and they're going to be perfect in non-region. Right. Um, so when you look at uh, uh, Scottsboro, they have Mars Hill. Who is a top team in two A? I think two A or three A. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they only have one loss. They beat Russellville. Ru- Marshall, very good team at Scottsboro tonight. At Scottsboro mm-hmm. tonight. Um, if if Scottsboro loses that game, Gunnersville wins out. Gunnersville is number one. If Scottsboro wins that game and then beats Decatur, so Scottsboro still has to win two games. Man, Decatur and Marshall too. Yeah, but Decatur's Lord. down. Decatur, I think, won three games this year. They're down from what. This isn't Rolando McLean's Decatur yeah, Red yeah. Raiders, um, but uh, they I think they're about like a Buckhorn, okay. um, maybe a little better than Buckhorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the better chance for a Scottsboro loss is, is tonight uh, against Mars Hill. So you root for uh, Mars Hill uh, to, to get the win tonight. If, if Mars Hill gets the win, Gunnersville takes care of business. They'll be number one. 
Um, if Scottsboro wins out, you could you could unfortunately see a situation where Gunnersville ends up second or third. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's so complicated because then if you, uh, I mean, it, it could go a number of ways. The next tiebreaker is your uh, non-region opponents' records. Yep. So then you start getting the strength of schedule of your non-region, and that can still go a number of different ways. But it ma- makes it the, – the, the most simple explanation is Mars Hill beats Scottsboro, Gunnersville beats Sardis and Albertville, Gunnersville hosts potentially Springville or St. Clair And County I guess they're the basically doing all they could do to, to avoid the, the old coin flip. Right. To break the tiebreaker, yeah. Um, Arab is at Hazel Green tonight. Uh, like Zach just said, Mars Hills at Scottsboro tonight. Boaz travels to Douglas. That'll probably be a pretty good game right there. And then Albertville is at Bob Jones. So, Gunnersville at Sardis tonight. And like you said, I think we're all kind of under the assumption that uh, Gunnersville will take care of Sardis. Boaz did last week, knocked off Sardis 35-21. to 21. So, you know, you, you kind of look at that and you kind of think, you know, surely this Gunnersville team is going to go on the road knock off the dust from last week and take care of business. I, I would think so. Sardis will be very pumped up. I mean, they can ultimately clinch uh, their you know fourth spot, fourth spot in the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, tonight. So they're going to be pumped up and ready to play. They're a quality team. They're, you know, a few years ago we beat Sardis, the Wildcats beat Sardis by about 60, I think, yeah. or somewhere yeah. around that, or it could have been maybe worse. This is not that same Sardis team. They, you know, uh, I think Scottsboro handled them fairly easy. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a big one tonight. We can't, we can't, you know, treat it like it's a pushover opponent. Yeah. And it's important too, and I'm sure that's what they've been, you know, preaching for this week is to, to put the loss behind you and, and really finish the season out strong. Cause you still got everything in front of you to play for. So, um, at Sardis tonight, we'll see how the cats respond. Uh, John Davis, how's, uh, how's everything been going on through the halls of, of Gunnersville City Schools? Well, for the high school this week, it was a bit chaotic, you know. Uh, testing, testing. Yeah, Monday was a normal day. Tuesday, the ninth and 10th graders had state testing, so 11th and 12th graders were at home. Yep. Wednesday, they had volleyball in Huntsville. So every, if, if you wanted to go, you could go and just sign in with the principal there. You didn't have to come to school. Oh, nice. That was a nice visit we got from you know Thursday. You was went you went to Arab, so you may not uh-huh. know know about this, but man, those were fun days <laughs> getting to we, getting to skip school to go to Jacksonville or go to we, Pelham for the volleyball. We did um, the few years that we had uh, Ali Smalley when I was uh, in yeah. basketball, there seventh and eighth yeah, grade. Those yeah. that was fun because yeah. we obviously all the way to the championship game. It's this is like um, a it's a yearly thing for Gunners. I have to take yeah. that shot at Arab Joe. I'm sorry. It's After okay. I'm I'm good. still hurting hey, from last Friday. It, it hurts, but at the same time, <laughs> Arab's riding some tidal wave. They are man. Like, I know. And their student support was fantastic. Oh, yeah. The the whole community support. Mm-hmm. I mean yep. that that was a factor. In my opinion, was a factor in the game too. Yeah, it was loud over crowd. there. Great crowd. Yeah, it was loud over there on that side. Um, that's but, I, I will say. Growing up in Arab and going to Arab, that week was always different. Um, Gunnersville week's always different. So, well, see, then, I wasn't back, surprised by any the, of it. But back then, y'all didn't beat us, though. Well, one time in high school. We beat uh, one time while I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, my, no, my whole Now it's years. like 
That's the first time Arabs won back to back since o two o three. First time in Tour Belize since two thousand twelve. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. First time back to back against Gunnersville in twenty years. So, Jeez. it's a it's significant for sure, and well, uh, it really shakes up the region for this week. If, um, if we if we circled this game on the calendar for this year, we're gonna double circle it next yeah, year. For there you go, <laughs> for sure. So the region is kind of up in the air now. Uh, it was looking nice and nice and pretty with. Gunnersville sitting atop of it, but now we are uh, going to have to see how these games play out tonight to see how the Region 7 standings come to a close. Uh, this is the 3 and Out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to talk a little college football, and then we're going to get in and listen to what Coach Reese has to say about what happened last week and what's coming up this week. There has never been a better time to become a member of Sand Mountain Park. Now featuring 24-7 fitness center access along with group exercise classes, child watch availability, indoor pool, and much more. Take it from one of our valued members. If there was somebody that came to me and was asking me, they were on the fence about should I join, should I not join, yeah, uh, 100%, there's not even a question. You couldn't ask for a, a better place to work out at. It's not like other gyms. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Cramama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cramama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cramama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Whitaker Towing Service has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them Wildcats from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency is a locally owned, independent agency that works closely with their clients. And this fall, they would love the opportunity to sit down and find the perfect policy for you, your family, or business. Visit them on the corner of Loveless Street, just down from the Rock House, or call 582-4039. Best of luck tonight, Wildcats, and we're cheering for you. From Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of DIC and an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. 
I am a proud Gunners alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Hey folks, Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're proud sponsors of Gunnersville Wildcat football and cheerleaders. Sand Mountain Toyota is proud to support the broadcast of Friday Night Football. Sand Mountain Toyota is a family-owned business that cares about our customers and strives to provide the best automotive experience possible. From our showroom to our service center. Interested in upgrading to a stylish and reliable Toyota? Visit Sand Mountain Toyota today and see for yourself why we're more than just a dealership. Now back to the three and out pregame show. And welcome back in to the three and out pregame show. It is that time of the show where we talk about college football. So let's Ooh, get into we, it. We had how a, about the fight Seminoles? Oh, no, I man. don't care that the other quarterback got hurt. What a what a ridiculous cover though. Y'all have to admit. Duke, I was right on my Duke pick, oh, and then the backup quarterback throws that pick, and they go for it on fourth down. They're like on their own thirty. Mm-hmm. I had that game. You did. Like, that was perfect. A good one. I, and in I, the I, words I, of the famous Lee Corso, "Not so fast, fast my yeah. friend." So, yeah. I mean, Florida State, like I, I knew they were going to win the game. I just felt like Duke would keep it close, and Duke was up by eleven at halftime yeah. or something like that. And gosh, yeah, but you know, if their if their quarterback wouldn't have gotten hurt. Could they have won the game? Probably, but so could Texas in in, in right. '09. You know, Every, I mean, it's just, just everything our friend Greg told us Friday night seemed like it was going to happen. Uh, he he said Friday night he wasn't he was not <laughs> not in the same boat as us when it comes to this Florida <laughs> State team. But hey, they came back and they and they won. And and Jordan Travis just again, you know, puts another check in the box when it comes to getting invited to New York for for the Heisman. Yeah. And um, you know, elsewhere, obviously, let's let's talk a little about. A little bit about this Alabama game. Um, Crimson Tide, 20-7 to seven at half, and i got to admit, I, I wasn't feeling great. The old – yeah, the old Avery Johnson, the tale of two halves Man. that he used to say. I mean, it really was. It was Dr. Uh, uh, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um, and, I mean, as bad as Alabama could has looked all year. It was almost reminiscent of the USF game. Mm-hmm. Maybe not quite that bad. Because of, we're playing against a good team, but boy, it was rough. And then the second half was as dominant. And I listen. I, I we can talk about officials. Uh, people complaining about the officiating. Mm-hmm. Tennessee had eight penalties called on them last year. Alabama had seventeen. 17. Okay, this year Alabama had one penalty called on them. Last year, Alabama, or Tennessee had six. So, you know it. it Nobody, nobody in Orange was complaining last season, right? When they were storming the field after getting a little help on the pass interference on the interception stuff like that. So bad calls were. I don't even know what really was a bad call to be quite honest with you. But um, from looking at it, I think the the defensive hold in the in the end late zone in the third quarter is what is what what everybody's complaining yeah, about. Okay, on, well then give them, then give them a we, uh, give Alabama's, them another touchdown. We still win. Alabama still only. Got three out like, of that drive. I, I don't. Um, Tennessee. Tennessee has no excuses. They they fell apart in in the second half. Hobbles. They, 
Hopple's play calling was atrocious. Go, going, for, atrocious. going for it on yeah. fourth down twice wow. in your own 50. One time it didn't hurt them, you know, ultimately because Alabama threw a pick. But the second half, why do that? I don't know. What, what, what has Alabama's offense shown you that says they can go 90 yards, you know, and, I, and score? Alabama has the best field goal kicker in the SEC West for sure. Missouri kicker is yeah. very, very good too um, in the East. But you give Will Wright, you give Jalen Milrow. 10, 15 yards to get in field goal range for Will Rocker to get points. Pretty much giving him three points. Or you can punt it and give Jalen Milrow 90 to 80 yards that's, to drive. That's exactly what I'm saying. And he's like, not shown that he can do that consistently. Yeah. It just it boggles my mind. So yeah. when he was doing the long pause after the game, when he was asked about officiating, I wanted to be like, man, like you, you really need to own up to, to your, your calling. And if he's that, that into the analytics of everything, like all these – young guys are they need to take it put it in the trash can and burn it yeah because the analytics don't tell you what's happening in a game yeah they don't tell you what the in-game no. situation no. is no they don't tell no. you that jihad campbell uh is and uh um uh, 32's name escapes me is uh deontay uh yeah um lawson. lawson yeah uh they don't tell you the analytics don't tell you that those two guys are playing middle linebacker right. on fourth and one right no it's just it's ridiculous <laughs> take the analytics book and burn it please i'm so, I'm so sick of hearing that word yeah to be honest with you it's just well you he can't it, predict something you're basically saying you can predict what's going to happen in a game by using numbers like this yeah it, you can't well here's the deal for alabama moving forward you got to figure it out how to start that in the first half because lsu if you play like that in the first half, you're going to be down 28. Oh, yeah. Because they're, they've they got arguably the best quarterback in SEC, yeah. and they can move the ball. Oh, yeah. So, if we don't come out offensively and and challenge them, then that's going to be and, – and Georgia's the same thing. If you get to the SEC championship, you can't afford to play two quarters of football and expect to beat no. really good – Tennessee's a good team. We're talking about really good teams. Mm-hmm. I agree. Alabama, if Alabama puts it together for 60 minutes, it's one of the best teams in the country, but mm-hmm. we just haven't seen it yet. So, um, To the other side of the state, Auburn's defense still keeping Ole Miss in check, but, man, can't can't find any life on offense right now with that Auburn team. It's amazing. How many transfers did they have? I mean, it was, they just can't throw the ball. Right? They just, but you gotta, you got to have a quarterback. I know, and, and the thing is – I. I thought at the beginning of the season, I know he made he didn't look great. I guess it was at the A and M game, but but I really thought Peyton Thorne was gonna come on a little yeah, bit more little than bit. he has. Um, I, I'm surprised that the offense isn't a well, little bit better. Was it Steve Spurrier that said if you have two quarterbacks, you have none? Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So it's like they're trying to get Ashford in there. They're yeah. trying to still work Thorne. Yep. They haven't figured it out. Freeze seems to think that playing two guys is okay and it's the way to go. I think he's just – I think honestly, I think Hugh Freeze is just trying to find any kind of a pulse right now. Trying to get – maybe offense. trying to get to a bowl game. Yeah, because the defense and, is playing well. I mean, you know, that's a that's a offense that can hang half a hundred on you. Still a scary game. Oh, yeah. Auburn will have it put together by November 25th, I promise. Peyton Thorne's going to throw for 400 yards when Alabama (laughs) comes into town. I'm completely convinced. (laughs) Let's get into some picks for this weekend, some college football picks. Well, so Uh, if if you're going the pumpkin patch, do it in the morning, do it at night. Do not do it at 2.30 because four of the five games we're picking today are played at 2.30. So 2.30 is that prime spot. Get on the couch. Hang out. What you, you you got? If you got the YouTube TV or you got the ESPN app, get the quad box going on. It's such a great 
oh yeah props to them for doing that hulu really needs to do that i'm I'm thinking about switching but anyways uh 2 30 is is the time to be first of all probably the most important game in the sec florida against georgia um the world's largest party cocktail party cocktail party party. Mm -hmm. uh georgia 14 and a half point favorites um, I'm picking Florida uh, to cover the number. I think Georgia wins. Um, Florida is just one of those, a little bit like Alabama. They just don't have the horses that Alabama has. They just can't put it all together for four quarters. They beat Tennessee. They looked better against Tennessee than Alabama did. Yeah. Um, can they be that against Georgia, or are they going to be the team that got stomped out by the Kentucky Wildcats? I think Florida can at least keep it close. Um I, I like Napier. Um, Graham Mertz is is a decent quarterback. Uh, He's so played well. Fourteen and a half is a little high, especially with um, Georgia's tight end being injured. I'm gonna go with Georgia because every time we get into one of these spots where we think we're ready to see Georgia struggle, they come out and they just they struggled at Auburn. They just put the hammer down. But I, okay, I'm talking about against Kentucky and. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I like Georgia to cover. I think Georgia wins by about. I think they I think they get over that number. Okay, John. Davis. I'm going Florida. Oh, okay. Because this is the first outing for the Bulldogs without Brock Bowers. Yeah, and that's huge. And it's not just he's the, he, he he he's their safety blanket. He, he's like, he's like an infant's blanket. And even the when they even when country. they even when they run the ball, he is a to me, top contributor beyond he's not beyond the tight it, end. It's like his his position is football. <laughs> he's, right. He is the pulse. <laughs> yep, of the offense. He's that heart. Um, we go to Auburn for Mississippi State at Auburn. This one is a tough one. You remember the year? I can't remember. I know Blake does the the game that was three to two. Yeah, this could rival that game 05, in terms of just 04. inept offenses. Uh, six and Auburn is six and a half point favorites. That's interesting. I like I, I like State on the road. I, I think Auburn wins, but I think it's just going to be a close game. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Auburn in this one. I I thought they'd win last week. I think they'll muster enough offense to. It was, it was 2008. 2008. Win that three to two. I think they'll beat. Ooh. I think they'll muster. That was enough, brutal to watch. Too. They'll muster enough offense to beat Mississippi State. Zach Arnett, head coach at Mississippi State. He's he's not he's not ready to coach Mississippi State at home, much less go to Jordan Air. So. Yeah. Touche. Auburn will cover that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mississippi, Mississippi State is awful. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're pretty bad. Auburn's been bad too. Auburn's defense I think is it's, good though. It's going to be uh, if, if you're watching that game, you are in a you are a dedicated fan. <laughs> Auburn's <laughs> defense may have more points than State's. Offense. Auburn's yeah. Auburn's defense is good enough to. Yeah. Uh, so we'll travel out west again at two thirty. Oregon at Utah. Oregon oh, is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's uh, going to be such a fun game to watch. A, a top-20 game. Give me Bo Nix uh, to cover that six-and-a-half on the road. Uh, that's on That game's on Fox. Yeah. I, I think Utah keeps it interesting with that defense, but I do think – I think Oregon wins in six-and-a-half. Is that what you said? Yeah, six-and-a-half. Yeah, I'll take Oregon on that. Likewise. Oregon for everybody. Uh, coming back to the SEC, a, a 6 o'clock game on ESPN. Tennessee, three-and-a-half-point favorites at Kentucky. This is interesting to me. Uh, I would have thought Tennessee would have been a little bit higher. 
Um, this is, I, I think, is this still a ranked matchup? Both teams are five and two, I think. I can't remember if Kentucky had fallen look, or not. We'll look at that. But, Let uh, me look it up real quick. So, 6 o'clock ESPN, Tennessee traveling to Kentucky. Gosh, this one's tough. Um, I, I don't know. I I think Kentucky at night uh, covers the number. Tennessee may still win, but three and a half. Yeah, it'll be, Kentucky. it'll be a great atmosphere. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Tennessee here. I think they bounce back. Uh, Tennessee showed a lot of really good things in that first half against Alabama on offense, and um, I think they put it together for, for four quarters. Who did uh, you take? I took Kentucky. Yeah, I'm taking Kentucky outright. Um Tennessee's 21st. Kentucky is not ranked. Not ranked. Okay. Gotcha. Um, last game, surprise pick for you guys, um, Duke at Louisville. We, we've said those names a lot. Duke and, we picked Duke and Louisville. It's kind of crazy mm-hmm. to, to think about. Uh, Louisville's a four-point favorite at home against Duke. It ought, To me, it all depends on whether Duke's quarterback, Leonard, from Fairhope, yeah. Alabama, do is we know, healthy. Do we know anything? Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. But this, even, even if he plays, he's not even but, close to 100. percent This is at Louisville. At Louisville, yeah, definitely, I'm definitely gonna, Louisville. I'm going to take the cards as well. Yeah, I will. Okay. Been playing good at home. So that was our uh, the, college. Speaking, picks. speaking of that, I'm mad. At, about what at Louisville? <laughs> because it used to be Papa John Stadium. I know. And now it's just Cardinal Stadium. Why are you going to get rid of Papa John like How that? How you going to get rid of the well, John? Papa John had some moments, and <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Well, we're not talking about uh, – Well, we're leaving it at that. We're talking about it the, – the pe- I'm talking about the pizza. Well, he's Papa John, so <laughs> – Well, you know, I, I people don't hate on Subway either. I think they're tr- – well, I think they're trying to get away from the name Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> Papa John Stadium. God, I forgot about that. I like Louisville. Talk, talk, home, about, talk about a fall from grace. Right. <laughs> that needs to be on your third shorts on his birthday is Papa oh, John. Lord. All right, that's our college picks for the week. The three and out pregame show. Y'all don't go anywhere. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus. With the new 2023 season, we want to cheer on the Gunnersville Wildcats to another successful year. Make sure to visit one of our seven Marshall County locations and try our $1.50 wash and fold service. Also coming in September, be sure to visit our new location, the Laundry Basket Plus Car Wash beside Gunnersville High School. Best of luck tonight and go Wildcats! The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide our youth with a productive and positive outlet. Hi, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I'd like to thank all the teachers, coaches, and parents who help support our great schools and beautiful community, and let's make 2023 our best and safest year yet. 
The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Best of luck to all the student athletes competing on the field tonight. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Ferry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. This is Dr. Steven Henderson. And I'm nurse practitioner Nancy Seaman from Lakeshore Family Practice in Gunnersville. We are serving citizens of Marshall County. And we're proud to sponsor the broadcast of the Gunnersville Wildcats. I'd like to personally invite you to contact us for your family's medical needs. Our practice offers state-of-the-art medical care, always with excellence and compassion. Let us be your medical home. Contact us and see if you're a fit for our practice. It sure is a good feeling when your car or truck is spick and span clean and shiny. Nick and the crew at Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash are standing by ready to wash and polish your vehicle so that it shines like it did when it was brand new. Classic by the Lake Express Car Wash, located at the top of the mountain next to Gunnersville Chevrolet, your locally owned and operated car wash for over 25 years. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Welcome back to the Three and Out pregame show. And welcome back into the Three and Out pregame show. Um, let's get into our third and shorts. Let's go to the NFL. We've been we've been following the NFL through. Oh yeah, I love the NFL. I mean, not really, but give it to me. All right, go right ahead. Let's go. So last week we had the uh, we had the Jalen versus Tua Bowl. Yeah. Which was pretty sweet. It was nice. Um, Philadelphia wins that game big. Twelve at Crimson Tide players, yeah. former Crimson Tide players on the field for that game. Philadelphia Dang. wins that game big. And that, that's crazy to me how good that Philadelphia Eagles team is looking right now. Um, just rolling along. And if we have a Super Bowl when it's Philadelphia-Miami, man, how sweet would that be? Oh, yeah. I mean, you talk about some points. You yeah. would hope at least they put it together a little bit more. Um in in the uh, in the Super Bowl, but that's a very likely Super Bowl matchup right there. It yeah. could be, yeah. yeah. Now the AFC is a gauntlet. You got to go through the Chiefs, who even though they haven't been playing like crazy well, they've been blowing out teams at times. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's just it's a tough, you know. Well, there's there's a good team in every division. Speaking of the NFL, there are rumors that Lincoln Riley is flirting with the NFL. So fast, you more likely. Lincoln Riley is the coach of a 500 NFL football team next year, or he's in the playoff of the USC next year. Uh, NFL team, and I'll tell you why: that USC does not have patience when it comes to coaches. No, and and to have Caleb Williams, yeah, and to 
play like they're playing defensively. He's and the only reason that they're a six and sixteen last year. A hundred percent without Caleb Williams. A hundred percent. And like he's recruiting okay, but he'll get he'll he'll get guys committed and then they decommit and then they sign somewhere else. I don't know where their NIL is and what what they're doing with that, but it just does. It looks like that program is not going on the trajectory that they thought it would by hiring him, and he's a guy that is just. He's not. It doesn't have a lot of loyalty, and he's afraid of the of the big dogs. How does, he left the SEC to yeah. go to the Pac-12 to get away from playing the big dogs? Well, now they're going to the Big Ten. <laughs> How does he continually not have a defense? Oh, I know. Everywhere he goes, have have you not figured that out yet? And and hey, if if they can't stop Oregon State and Arizona State oh, they're going, they're in eighty degree team. weather. How is USC going to play defense yeah. in Penn State when it's 25 degrees and they're getting ran on by the running back, you know, just, just, just getting pounded on? So, well, I'm glad you brought up Penn State because also last week uh, we had the Penn State-Ohio State game. Um, <laughs> Penn State-Ohio State, that was, a, that was a rough game to watch. Um, if you like offense, that was a rough game to watch. <laughs> but um, two head coaches, James, James Franklin at Penn State, who's now 0-10. In top ten games, I think, at Penn State. Yeah, he can't win the big one. And then Ryan Day at Ohio State. Who's at their job longer, ultimately, Ryan Day Ryan or Day. James Franklin? Well, no, well, James Franklin, because Penn State people are stubborn. Yeah, they're they're fine with he's the nine going and, nowhere. They're they're yeah. fine with the nine and th- he wins nine, nine and three, ten and two. Yeah, he wins ten. Sometimes games. even eight and four. They're fine with that. He wins ten games every year. He's going nowhere. And well, I mean, let's let's be real. Their twelve team playoff with a season like they're having, they're probably getting in. Yeah. to a 12-team playoff this year. Yeah. Even though they looked as bad as they looked against Ohio State, mm-hmm. they can beat the the Northwesterns and the Indianas and, you know, those teams, Michigan States of the world. It's just they can't win the big one. So they'll they'll be that team, Penn State under James Franklin will be that team that everybody complains about squeaking into the playoff at 11 or 12 and then just getting beat in the first round every time when they have to travel to Tuscaloosa or – Athens or wherever it may be, Clemson. So, so who do you think? Which coach? Um, who's going to be there longer? If you had to choose one, yeah, which one will be there longer? I think James Franklin just because, you know, uh, Ryan Day, um, the expectations are so much higher at Ohio State. Yeah. So if, if Ryan's, Ryan Day keeps losing to Michigan. Nine and three gets you fired at Ohio State. Yeah, well, and you keep losing to Michigan. Yeah, you, if you're nine and three and one of those losses each year is Michigan, then yes, you're going to get fired. So give me Franklin. James Franklin. Yeah, James and um, Lincoln Riley will be in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's going. I think he's going to at least try it. Um, happy birthday today, October to uh, October twenty seventh to Seth MacFarlane. Oh, creator of Family Guy. <laughs> are we Family Guy guys, or are we South like Park? Guy. Or are we South Park guys? Like family Guy. Which one? I like anything that makes me laugh. To be honest with you, if you had if you, Desert Island, hmm. twenty seasons of South Park or twenty seasons of Family trying guy. to get me canceled here, Joe. What are you, <laughs> what are you taking with you? Uh, I've become more of a South Park guy as I, I've gotten I, older. Twenty seasons of Two and a Half Men. I mean, oh I, lord, I, Two and a Half Men. Everybody loves Raymond. I mean, I, that's the kind of stuff I like to watch. I, 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 I'm going South Park on that question. But happy birthday to Seth MacFarlane. If I had to pick one, it would. Probably be South Park. Seth MacFarlane, um, those first few seasons of Family Guy are hysterical. Got a little off the rails as it's gotten older, but awesome show when it was in its infancy. But uh, let's jump back into some high school football really quickly. Um, 
just to set up this week, Gunnersville at Sardis tonight. Agrab is traveling to Hazel Green. Mars Hill comes to Scottsboro. Boaz travels to Douglas. And Albertville travels to Bob Jones. Let's run down through this tiebreaker scenario one more time, Zach. Well, realistically, right now, Gunnersville needs help. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't control our own destiny. We need uh, Mars Hill or Decatur. Um, preferably Mars Hill, so we don't have to worry about it for another week. Mars Hill to beat Scottsboro, or Decatur to beat Scottsboro. Mars Hill's the more likely of the two happening. And then if that happens and we win out, we are region champs. Uh, If that doesn't happen, I believe Scottsboro will be the uh, region champ um, uh, based on the, uh, I guess it's like the non-region opponent strength of schedule. Um, So... That's what we're looking at. We could still finish third. I think it's. I think honestly, if you look at it mathematically, there's probably a very, very small chance we finish second. I think it's either first or third. Yeah. Depend. And that's that's kind of crazy to talk about. And for this team to have such a great season, mm-hmm. you slip up one game, you may go on the road in the playoffs. Yeah. That's tough. It's and, just a, it's a tough region. And and right now that that four spot in the region. That Region Seven crosses with is looking like it's going to be Springville. That's who. We'll... Yeah, Springville is playing St. Clair County. Um, I've got some friends over in Springville. They have not been in the playoffs in 14 years. Wow. They are going though, and they're playing at 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 St. Clair County, and St. Clair County is honoring some state championship team they had uh, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. So they expect a really big crowd, and so it could end up being St. Clair County. Oh, okay. Either one. I think Gunnersville handles pretty easily because yeah. either honestly, either one of the, those teams are fourth in that region. They would be fourth or fifth in our region. But going on the road to anybody in the playoffs is not not ideal. Not ideal. You don't want to be. I mean, you'd be going. Um, I'd have to look. Come back to me later in the show, and I'll yeah. tell you who our potential opponent would be. Yeah, that's no problem. But, but yeah, but what's in front of Gunnersville is a you know a chance to to control what they can control. And that is to go to Sardis and and get a win over a team that they should definitely beat, um, and then we're just kind of sit around and see what else happens tonight. It's uh it's always fun. You hate you hate for the situation, but at least you know it's it's a fun football Friday to kind of see what's going to happen. You want to know something? Kind of we probably didn't expect um, when we started the season. Mm-hmm. Lawrence County in the playoffs. Oh wow! And they're going to yeah. play at Pleasant Grove. So that's going to be tough. Yikes. But uh, Lawrence County, yeah, a, a couple years ago, we yeah. beat them. I mean, just blew them off the field. Yep. Had some trouble this year, but, you know, yep. won it going away. Co- and, and the head they, coach, his name completely escapes me right now, but he um, he coached under Coach Reese for a little bit uh, while he was at Gunnersville. So I know Coach Reese is proud of him. So um, Region 6 has sort of the same issue that we have in terms of a potential tiebreaker. Potential three-way tiebreaker between Southside, Moody, and Leeds. So one of those th- three teams, if you finish third, you're traveling to okay. um, uh, to play in the first round. And all all three of those are, are really quality teams. We saw Southside early in the year uh, played them without Julian, won by field goal, I believe. Seventeen fourteen. Seventeen fourteen. They they play Moody. If they beat Moody, Moody it looks like may finish second. Um. And so, actually, no. Leeds would have the tiebreaker over Moody, so we would go to Leeds if gotcha. if if um, uh, uh, Southside beats Moody. 
if Moody beats Southside, I, I think uh, we would go to Southside in the first one. I'm just going to wait for the, yeah, the you final just, brackets yeah, to be released yeah, yeah. and just be like, oh, well, we're traveling. We'll, or probably, we're hosting. well in, uh, in about four hours from now or yeah. three hours from now, it'll be very clear. Yes, yes. It'll, what's going to happen. It's all going to clear up for sure. Yep. But it's um, it's interesting nonetheless. Here's Here's the thing. If we were to travel, defense travels. Yeah. And our defense is pretty daggum good. Yeah, they are. So They are. I'd take that defense on the road for sure. For sure. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. When we come back, we are going to visit with Coach Lance Reese. We'll be right back. There has never been a better time to become a member of Sand Mountain Park. Now featuring 24-7 fitness center access along with group exercise classes, child watch availability, indoor pool, and much more. Take it from one of our valued members. If there was somebody that came to me and was asking me, they were on the fence about should I join, should I not join, yeah, uh, 100%, there's not even a question. You couldn't ask for a, a better place to work out at. It's not like other gyms. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. This is Pastor Ricky Smith of Gunnersville First Methodist Church. I hope you'll join me and the congregation for our Sunday morning worship service live on WTWX this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Michael Wilder, youth pastor at Gunnersville First Methodist Church. I just want to take a minute to invite all junior and senior high students to come hang out and worship with us on Wednesday nights from 6 until 8 p.m. with our youth group, Momentum Student Ministries. And remember that you are loved by God and go Wildcats. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! $150,000 buy, go $150,000. Hey, folks, Steve Carver here with Carver Carver Real Estate Solutions, Remax Gunnersville Auction Group. My son, Cole Carver, and I offer all the solutions to your real estate needs. Are you looking to buy, sell, or find out more about our auction business? Now is the time to reach out to us. We offer 30 years combined experience in the industry to help both you and your family make sure that you receive top dollar for your investment. Call us at 256-571-6775. Going once, going twice, sold your way, Cole, number 114. It's football time in Alabama, one of the best times of the whole year. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. It often seems like this world is changing so fast every single day, but it's nice to know that fall Friday nights in Alabama are still the same. To all the football players, cheerleaders, and band members, I hope you have a successful, safe, and winning season. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Pax Nursery and Garden Center, rooted in family tradition for over 50 years and proud supporters of Friday Night High School football broadcast. Pax Nursery now has a huge selection of plants, including Encore Azaleas, Roses, Camellias, Gardenias, Japanese Maples, and much, much more. They also stock wind chimes, concrete statuary, pottery, and almost any landscape supply you're in need of. Visit Pax Nursery on Highway 168 between Boaz and Kilpatrick. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide. 
War Eagle, and Go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2023 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Foodland congratulates both these fine teams at seeing action tonight in this good game. Congratulations, Coach Reese, and congratulations, Sardis Lions, for good football activity this season. We wish nothing but the best for you. And remind you, a terrific sale is on this weekend. Halloween weekend at Foodland. Come shop us for savings. Thank you from Foodland across from the high school. And welcome into another week of Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, thanks again for joining us. Um, let's just go ahead and get right into what happened last week. Obviously, a tough loss at home against a good opponent in Arab. And uh, just want to get your thoughts on on the game and how it all how it all went down. Yeah, it was a disappointing loss. And you know, first of all, let me say it was a you know, it was one of those big county games we have here in Marshall County, and Arab brought a great crowd. We had a big crowd. It was senior night, and and obviously you want to play your best in a game like that, and and we did not. Uh, you know, we'd come off a big win against uh, Scottsboro, and then had the off week. We, we felt like we we hoped we handled the off week right, and really wanted to come out and play well. But you know, I take responsibility for that. We didn't. We really didn't play how we'd been playing the rest of the the rest of the season and, and kind of looked a little flat at times. But uh, I, I think we, we kind of let the A-Rab game get in our head and affect how we played, and we made some uncharacteristic mistakes on both sides of the ball uh, that we've not been making. And, and, once again, I take responsibility for that. And, and the other coaches have really stepped it up this week, and we've we've had a good week of practice. But uh, A-Rab was a tough loss, and they've got a good football team. All we can do is learn from that and try to move on. Well, and you know, you talked too a little bit about um, about the offense going into the game, and and twenty points one week and nineteen points this week. I know, I know, you've talked before about how you're you want to see this offense move a little bit more. Um, what what do you think can be done to 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 get that get that going in the right direction? Yeah, when you look at the talent we've got on offense, I feel like we're capable of putting up big numbers, and, and we've really just been stopping ourselves. By that, I mean uh, penalties, turnovers, taking negative plays, things like that. And uh, Coach Kennedy's done a great job with offense all year, and, and he he realizes what our issues are and what we need to uh, focus on. And all of our offensive staff has really kind of taken that uh, taken that approach. And we just need to we feel like if we can get those guys playing to the best of their abilities and not stop ourselves, we can have a really good offense. And uh, you know, defensively, we had for that game we were giving up nine points a game, and we kind of. I didn't feel like we played as good as we, had, we could on defense. I do give Arab credit. They had a good game plan and played hard physical football. But, uh, you know, Coach Thomas and the defensive coaches, we just used that and watched that film. Really going to focus on doing our job and doing what had brought us success earlier. So kind of a big wake-up call for all of us. 
you know, football has got a way of humbling everybody, and uh, and uh, I feel like the players have responded well, and we're, hope, we're hoping that carries over this week at Sardis. Yeah, not a lot of time to really sit and, and lick your wounds. You know, you go on the road to Sardis, another region game. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit, a little bit about this Sardis team and, and what we could expect from them this year. Yeah, Coach uh, Brooks is a new coach at Sardis, and he's uh, got a lot of excitement there. Uh, they're really playing good football. They've probably got more wins this year than they've had uh, in years. I think they need this game to keep them in the playoff hunt, and it's their senior night, so I'm sure they'll be really fired up. But uh, as good as they are, we still feel like, you know, if we play Gunners for football and correct those mistakes that we made last week, that we'll have a chance to win against any opponent. So uh, we're just looking for – we're looking for our guys to really step up, and I know our, our coaches have worked hard, our players have worked hard in practice, and we hope that will pay off this week at Sardis. And now we're sitting here at week nine, which is hard to believe, and we're coming up on the last regular season game, you know, next next week. So I'm sure you got some nicks and bruises. How, how's everybody looking on the health front? Yeah, we've got a number of guys that are banged up after, a, you know, week nine and after a really physical game with uh, with A-Rab, but uh, Jonathan O'Dell, a former Gunnersville player, is our trainer, and he does his best. He does. He's doing more taping and icing now than we have at this point of the year. We've got a couple guys that are normally starters that have been really limited this week, so we don't know if they'll be able to go. But uh, that's why we work on depth every week, and we'll have 11 guys on both sides of the ball that uh, know their assignments, and hopefully we'll, we're going to play good football this week. Coach, we appreciate it as always. Best of luck. All right, thank you, Joe. Fans, this weekend, Foodland is holding a terrific weekend signal. It's a four-day signal, and you can buy YooHoo chocolate drinks, a 12-pack of 11-ounce cans for just $5.99, and fresh corn on the cob, two ears for $1. Just this weekend and just at Foodland, we're crossing the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was Coach Reese. Um, obviously, not, you know, not doing cartwheels about what happened last week by any means. Um, but uh, but we, we all know, we, we watched it too. And, you know, Arab put together a really, really nice game, and uh, Gunnersville did not play their best game. And it was. Uh, Kind of a bad night to, to not come out and, and be on your A game. Yeah, losses hurt, but you learn way more from losses than you do from wins. And so I think we learned some things that we can get better at moving in the playoffs, no matter who we play, no matter what scenarios uh, occur. Sometimes getting that loss, it happened in t- 2006, you know, lose to um, Alexandria. Yep. Learn a little bit more, and then go on and go to Legion 40, Field and that, eventually that beat year. that same team. Yeah. Eventually beat that, beat that team. Yeah. On the lost, road. lost to him. One, don't schedule someone like that for homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Administration, <laughs> but it, we lost forty. That's you now. No, so. I'm not. No, sir. <laughs> okay. Forty-nine to fifty-six. Yeah. yeah and then and we then go down there and just. Mm-hmm. 24 to three. Oh, that was a fun game. That was a fun. It was game. a cu- fun cold game. I mean, they could not run the ball. They had some stout running backs. So, they could not you know, the there's ball. always a chance this year that Arab and Gunnersville can see each other again. One of them, both of them, is going to have to get through. Bring it. Some good teams. Yeah, yeah, some good teams, but it could it could definitely happen. So, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be fun to see how it all shakes out from well, here could, on. Could you imagine how how 
wild, huge. huge that game yeah. would be, especially if it's like a quarterfinal game. That would be so much That'd fun. Be amazing. Um, but we appreciate all of you, as usual, joining us again this week on the Freaking Out Pregame Show. We are about to turn it over to Jeff and Greg at the stadium for countdown to kickoff. Um, please take care of yourselves and each other, and have a great weekend.